today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. I don't know if people are aware of this or not, and the alarm bells should be going off. There is a, probably a good chance that interest rates will rise at uh, 10 a.m., Tomorrow morning, most economists will expect the Bank of Canada rate will rise by the uh, from the current 0.5 to 0.75 percent. But when you kind of figure that out, it's a quite a hefty boost to people's disposable income. And to talk about that is Michael Veal. He is a professor with the Department of Economics at McMaster University. Michael, thank you for joining us. How are you, sir? It's fine. How are you? Excellent. So right off the top, the Ipsos poll said 77% of Canadians would struggle to pay another $130 a month in interest payment on debt. So let's first of all talk about, uh, break down some of the monetary costs if the Bank of Canada does raise its rate from uh, half a point to three quarters of a point tomorrow. Well, there's, there's a lot of steps in that. First, of course, it's not entirely clear that just because the Bank of Canada raises interest rates, that will lead to an increase in all mortgage rates. In particular, of course, a lot of individuals have fixed mortgage rates, and they won't change at all. And so there's that aspect. But, but another aspect is, of course, that when that $130 figure is calculated, that's an average calculated with a lot of assumptions. Uh, most people will be able to figure out what their impact from their mortgage is simply by knowing the size of the mortgage. So if the mortgage is uh, $300,000, uh, then you would expect that a quarter point on that is about $750 a year, something like that. Now, the, the Ipsos Reid poll and our friends at Global News did the uh, calculation that the one percentage point rate hike would be about $130 in monthly debt servicing costs. That's for a family of 78 uh, who has a, a median income of $78,000, which, of course, begs the question for people that don't have the income of $78,000, how badly affected will they be? Well, that's part of the calculation, you see. Uh, they also, in that calculation, they also used what's the national average, which is that um, for every dollar of disposable income, on, on average, nationally, we have about a dollar seventy-five debt. Uh, but that, of course, varies a lot across people. There's some people who don't have any debt at all, and there's some people who have a great deal more of that debt. So obviously what matters in this is not only how much uh, income you have in terms of your uh, capacity to pay off debt, but how much debt you have. So if there's somebody who's at relatively low incomes, and of course, who's carrying a big mortgage, this is going to be very serious. Well, that, of course, begs the next question. If people have uh, a lower income than the average and they have a, a, a big mortgage payment, then why are they getting that money from the banks? It, it, should, should the bank not be questioning this as well? Well, sometimes what has happened, of course, is that people have had higher incomes at the time of uh, purchase uh, than subsequently. Another thing that happens is that some people have fairly substantial down payments, uh, so the bank feels protected because there's lots of equity in the property. It's interesting, too. Uh, a lot of the debt is coming from um, people that own cars. I found it interesting that uh, a lot of people are basically uh, getting new loans that cover the costs of the new car and the unpaid portion of their old car loan. Uh, are are, are people, I don't want to use the term naive, but are, are people not really um, cognizant of the fact of what being in debt can do to them, especially when they buy an automobile? I think it's true that car loans is a, is a growing segment of, of debt. Uh, another important one is lines of credit. A lot of people are taking lines of credit off the increased value of their homes. Um, a lot matters is what the interest rate is. So sometimes with car loans, the interest rates are not that unattractive. Sometimes they're pretty bad. 
uh, lines of credit, typically the interest rates are more substantial. And so whenever one makes uh, a, takes on a debt, of course, one has to think about repayment and think about interest rates. And I think probably the most serious problem for, for most Canadians is to make sure that they've got their debt in the lowest form of interest that they can get and not have very much of their debt on lines of credit or even worse on credit cards. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.